Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 204. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. The average person spends $18,000 a year on non-essentials, but only $3,600 a year on personal development. Our mind is our most powerful tool. It's time to start investing in it. Learn exactly how to change what you think, believe, and feel, and get past self-limiting beliefs that may have been holding you back for years. Start investing in your most valuable asset your mind. Join 143 other students that have already pre-enrolled in my Mindset Bootcamp course. Click the link in the show notes to pre-enroll today. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Life can be harsh, which means that every day we have to find our courage. Buried within the challenges of life sit some of the most critical truths that once understood allow us to grow exponentially. Sometimes it also helps to get a little tough love once in a while. Accepting The difficult truths allow us to start on the right path. So, what are these truths that will make us a stronger person? How can we learn to leverage them rather than these truths leveraging us? Number one, we can't control the past. Wasting time worrying about the past is lost time. Too many people are unhappy because they do not accept the things or circumstances that they cannot change or have no control over, which then leads to unnecessary frustration, disappointment, and suffering. We cannot recover the past. All of us 
have made some sort of mistakes along our journey. The most beneficial thing we can do for our growth is to learn from those mistakes. We cannot undo what is already done. Dwelling on the past is one of the main causes of regret for most people. All of this dwelling and holding on to the past means that we continue to be in a cell that we created. And that cell is the cell of the past. But there's good news. We hold the key to walk right out of that cell. Our perspective here has a big impact on our happiness and peace of mind. Many of us spend so much time ruminating on the past or worrying about the future. If we are able to let go of the past and what can't be changed and look ahead in the unknown with hope instead of fear, we would feel a lot happier and calmer. So what are some specific ways to do that? Practice mindfulness. The more we can bring our focus to the present moment, the less impact our past or future has on us. We release those shackles. Next, we need to give ourselves permission, specifically permission to talk to someone about our past and the things that seem to be dragging us back. Sometimes we can't let go because we feel we aren't allowed to talk about it. By talking about it, we can allow ourselves to let go. This goes hand in hand with allowing our negative emotions to flow, addressing them and facing them head on, which again allows us to cope with them or move away from them at all. Dwelling and living in the past robs us of energy and time. Those two things are the perfect mixture that leads to feeling depleted. We need to focus on the present and learn to embrace it. Life is filled with problems. Moving forward is the only way that we overcome them. Number two, there is no perfect moment. There will never be a magical moment where all things align and we have this now's the time to take action on X or Y. This is a trap that most of us fall into. We paralyze ourselves by creating these unrealistic scenarios and standards before we even take action. And this creates frustration. Putting things off works in a vicious cycle. We put things off, then we beat ourselves up about it which then undermines our confidence, which then leads to more procrastination and delay. This is a cycle that rips through the walls of our confidence. And once this cycle begins, it can be very challenging to overcome it. It's when action is taken quickly and often that we break through to real success. We need to stop pushing things off for tomorrow that can be done today. Kicking that can down the road might seem harmless today, but tomorrow, a month, a year from now, we start to realize the compounding danger of this short-term behavior. We shouldn't put things off. We shouldn't wait until we feel 100% prepared to take action. No matter how much our minds try to convince us 
that we aren't ready, we need to push back and remind ourselves we will never be 100% ready for anything. Because nine times out of 10, we haven't experienced the things we're about to face. So the only way to be 100% then is facing it now, taking action now, and adjusting the next time we face a similar challenge. That's much more efficient than merely waiting for some magical time to leap towards action. This hesitant behavior removes critical data input. All of the forks in the road that we face over and over again throughout our lives, we are truly never ready for them. There will never be a perfect moment. We sometimes tell ourselves that is the case because, again, it allows us to justify delaying action because ultimately we are nervous, fearful of failing and the outcome. We need to remind ourselves the suffering of waiting is greater than attempting and failing. We need to understand that the reward of tasting, attempting a swing at bat, is more glorious than not trying at all. Number three, let go of expectations. Our assumptions about what happiness should look like is what makes us unhappy. We need to let go of our expectations about what would make us happy and treasure our life for what it is. One of the two core feelings that arise after our expectations are not matched by reality is that of disappointment. And why is that? Because the actual outcome is often different from the outcome we had in our mind. And when those two things do not align, we feel deflated even though that outcome may actually not be bad at all. And when that reality does not match our expectations, our minds respond in a negative way because our peace is broken and in turn, our happiness levels drop. This is where sadness starts to creep into the picture. We start feeling sad because we had been denied our wishes We feel sad because we think we won't get to experience that expected outcome we built in our mind. And ultimately, we feel sad because we assume that the chance has been lost forever. And lastly, the icing on the cake here is that if the actual outcome is materially worse for us, these feelings of sadness and disappointment, they just intensify putting us into a deeper rut. The second primary emotional and mental response to things not going the way we had expected is resentment. This is when we feel most unfairly treated, such as feeling cheated, lied to, insulted. Resentment is also more common than disappointment when the situation is more black and white meaning where there is a definitive good outcome, at least one that we expect. Both feelings of disappointment and resentment are mostly associated with an optimistic outlook, which is inevitably denied. But there is another way in which our expectations prevent our happiness, when they are overly negative. So how do we let go of those expectations? 
keep an open mind. If we can remain open to the many possibilities of life, instead of fixating on a single future, we can minimize any feelings of disappointment and resentment. Next, build resilience. If we know that we can handle any situation, we feel less of a need to pick the specific positive outcomes in our mind. Lastly, we need to increase our self-esteem. The core ingredient to a more resilient mind is self-esteem. If we can harvest and grow the belief of trusting ourselves along with a healthy self-love, we'll inevitably be equipped to handle whatever life throws at us. Number four, life ends the same for all of us. No one will live forever. Every single thing in the universe is affected by time. Whether that's a flower, animal, a star, or a human, we are bound by this powerful force called time. It's the most precious resource. Often people think it's money because money allows us to buy things, food, clothes, homes, and investments. But time is the ultimate resource because we can't get more of it. We cannot get wasted time back. Time is intangible. Once it's gone, it's gone. We need to continue to remind ourselves of this precious resource. No one knows how much time they have. People can die at any age for any reason. And no one can predict the future. Being aware of this uncertainty can have a dramatic effect on how we live our lives. Now, this might sound like a harsh reality. That's because it is. But there's a really amazing opportunity here. As humans, we are aware of three stages of time. The past, the present, and the future. Understanding each of these three stages is critical to how we live. We can use the past to learn and prepare for the future. But the present is the only space we have to work in. Research shows that being more mindful of what's going on in the present right now and living in the present benefits both our mental and physical health. Shakespeare said it best, let every man be master of his time because we only have so many hours in a day. And on top of this, we don't know how many days we're going to get. Therefore, mastering or managing the time we do have is essential. Good time management can help us in every area of life. Whether we fail or succeed at something often breaks down to time management, not necessarily skill. We need to start living a purposeful life. We all die. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. So, Ask yourself every single day, what am I going to do with the time I've been given? Number five, accept the cost of life and success. To experience the benefits of anything in life, we all need to accept the cost. Rewards and risks go hand 
and hand. Too often, we let ourselves down because we haven't truly weighed up the costs versus the rewards. We tend to focus on the podium experience and forget there is less than exciting story behind success. Those struggles and sacrifice stories. Most people are not willing to pay the price for what it takes to become successful. And in order to be successful, we must be willing to pay the toll. So what is that toll? I think Vince Lombardi summarized it best. The price of success is hard work, dedication to the job at hand, and the determination that whether we win or lose, we have applied the best of ourselves to the task at hand. Now, applying the best of ourselves goes beyond the specific goal at hand. It includes everything we engage in. Our mindset, removing a fixed mindset and developing a growth mindset, focusing on our mental and physical health, thinking bigger, giving up excuses, giving up on perfectionism, giving up on multitasking, giving up saying yes to things that do not support our goals or happiness, removing toxic people from our lives, giving up the need to be liked, giving up dependencies such as TV or social media to fill voids, to become successful and get closer to the person we can become, we don't necessarily need to add more things. We need to remove things before we can start adding those healthy habits. So ask yourself, what am I willing to give up to achieve what I want? Number six, you are responsible for your problems. It's not always exciting to take responsibility for our life and circumstances, especially when those circumstances are unfavorable or completely out of our control. However, when we fail to take responsibility, we put ourselves in a disadvantage. And what's that disadvantage? We're approaching those situations from a source of weakness, where we become the victim of circumstance. This means that our minds start to think that we are powerless and incapable of making things better, which in reality, that is not the case. On top of this, it's no way to live our lives. Life will always present us with problems, with challenges. Most of the time, things will not go as planned or imagined. For us, to push off this responsibility in these situations weakens our ability to resolve things. And it absolutely doesn't help us improve the situation. With that said, taking responsibility is the only answer. Now, this doesn't mean it's easy, but that doesn't mean it's impossible either. Because you know what's harder? Resisting responsibility in life's challenges, regardless of who caused them. Instead of worrying about who caused them, we need to commit our energy to solving the problem. Accepting responsibility for our actions is a sign of emotional maturity. It demonstrates self-awareness and a belief that we can change and learn to do better. People who don't think they've done anything wrong have no reason to change. 
the key to gaining personal power and strength is to take full responsibility for our lives and our circumstances, no matter what kind of predicament we face. To do so, we must openly acknowledge and accept how things are without an ounce of resistance. The honest truth is that life isn't always fair, and it certainly doesn't play favorites. If life was to favor anyone specifically, then it typically favors those who are bold in action, those that make the most of their opportunities, their problems and circumstances, those who take initiative, and those who take full responsibility for their choices, decisions, and actions. What we think is unfair or a disadvantage might not actually be the case. Life always gives us what we deserve. And what we deserve is to improve and develop ourselves, to increase our knowledge, to become stronger and sharper in order to achieve our goals. But in order for us to experience all of these things, we need to face challenges and solve problems that are designed to help us become a better version of ourselves. Number seven, comfort is poison. The worst addiction in the world is not a drug. It's not alcohol. It's not coffee or sugar. It's not junk food. It's comfort. We need to take the road less traveled, one filled with barriers, detours, bumps, and undiscovered territory. And here's why. Those roads hold the most beautiful scenery and rewards. Our brain is intent on keeping us safe and out of danger at all costs. It prefers moving us towards pleasure and away from pain. And this means that at its core, the odds are against us. Pushing ourselves to do things we are not great at goes against our internal mechanics that try to keep us safe and comfortable. But success requires us to get really fucking uncomfortable. It takes determination, a lot of grit, digging deep, and a mindset to focus on doing things that are often new and scary, venturing into the land of the unknown. So how do we break out of this comfy environment we've built for ourselves? We need to look at our habits and challenge them. If it's a bad habit or habit we want to break, we need to replace it with a better one and reinforce it. For those pre-existing good habits, we need to find new and exciting ways to push ourselves. Next, we need to remind ourselves of the key aspects of change. Meaning, if we want change, we need to first trust ourselves. This process matters just as much as the results we get in the end. Effort in change is what matters. Even if we fail, at least we put in the effort. And that makes all the difference. Lastly, we need to consider what's beyond our comfort zone. If we are getting certain results now due to our habits and behaviors today, what would be possible if we tried something new? So write down three to four new things you'd like to try each month. Try one of those new things, record the results, rinse and repeat. 
All of those small shifts over time allow us to grow. They allow us to adjust our old habits and replace them with newer, more healthy habits. Life begins at the end of our comfort zone. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into harsh truths that will make you a stronger person. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.